Strange Tales. RelicRadio.com presents tales of the strange and bizarre, the weird and the wicked. Stories not necessarily of the supernatural, but of the unnatural. Join us now for Strange Tales, featuring radio drama at its most mysterious and unusual. This week on Strange Tales, we'll hear from The Haunting Hour, a series of 52 episodes that originally aired over NBC stations from 1945 through 1946. It's a syndicated series that aired at other times on other networks, so we don't have a broadcast date for this episode, but it's titled Unidentified Body. Here's The Haunting Hour. break the stillness of this moment, for this is a time of mystery, a time when imagination is free and moves forward swiftly, silently. This is The Haunting Hour. Unidentified body. A simple situation can become quite intriguing when fate steps in and adds the necessary twists. Take the case of the notorious gang who put a crime reporter on the spot because his articles were dangerous to them. Now, add this twist. The fact that the gang has never seen the reporter. And add this twist... The fact that the gangsters flee from a gunfight, carrying with them the unconscious form of a stranger, a man they do not know, a man who happens to be Jim Briggs, the newspaper reporter they would like to lay their hands on. Who am I? Who, who, who am I? Is he on the level, Fred? I think he is, Chief. If you can only teach Schmidt to keep his hand to himself. I didn't do nothing. I only... Shut up. I only... I said shut up. Watch where you're driving still see the cops, Petey? I think we lost them, Chief. It was a close call. Too close. The town isn't safe for us. Not as long as that guy Briggs hounds us in the Daily Herald. Well, what do we do, Al? We've got to get rid of him. It won't be so easy now. It's either him or us. Schmidt. Yeah? Take the next turn and head back to the hotel in town along Route 7. 
Let me tell you, Fred, this was Briggs' fault. He's got the cops worked up about us. He's got to go. But how? Uh, where, where am I? Him. What do we do with him? The way things are, we can't risk taking him to a doctor. No, we'd better... Say, wait a minute. I think I can handle him now by myself. Better than a doctor. What do you mean? Just that with Trigger doing a disappearing act and lying low for the time being. You mean maybe this guy... Yeah, you get it. We can use him. Fine. Go ahead, then. He's all yours. I don't want any interference. Don't worry. I'll see that these monkeys climb up. You too, Schmidt. I didn't say it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Fred. What's the matter, fella? My head hurts. How'd it happen? I don't know. I... I don't know. I, I don't know anything. Who are you? You know me? I'm Fred Booth. Fred Booth? I... I don't remember. Now, look, fella, I'm going to help you. Help me? Look at me. No, look right at me. It's hard to hold my head that way. It hurts. Try. Hard, it will. You don't remember anything? No. Let's see about that. Where do you live? I... I don't know. What was your father's name? His name was... I... I don't know. Now, look, fella, you're in a bad way. You've lost your memory. You've got a lot of things to learn again about yourself. Yeah, I understand. I'm going to start off with your name, and then later I'll tell you all we know about you. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Fred. Your name is Trigger Martin. Real name, Henry, but we've always called you Trigger. That sound familiar? Trigger. Trigger Martin. Remember now? You ever heard the name? Yes. Somehow it seems familiar. Wake up. Huh? Oh. How are you? How's your head? Oh, it's, it's better, friend. You've been sleeping since we got here about three hours ago. Here? Where's here? Oh, oh I remember the hotel. That's right, the Crescent Hotel. The Crescent Hotel. What else do you remember? Well, everything that you told me. Anything else come back to you? Oh. No. Are you sure? Yeah, that's all. Now, what did I teach you? My name is Trigger Martin. You're Fred Booth. Go on. Chief is Al Drake. I was driving was uh, George Smith. Now, how about the little fella? He's called Petey. Um, Fred. Yes, Trigger. What, what do we do? We? Yeah, I mean, you're the, the, the brains, aren't you? Well, yes, I'm the guy who figures things out for Al. And Schmidt? Well, Schmidt's good at safe cracking and some of the heavy work. Oh. Petey used to be a dip, a pickpocket. He's got light fingers. Nervous, but good to have around sometimes. Oh, what a... What about me? The rest of us have pulled some pretty rough stuff, Trigger, but we've all kept our hands clean of your line. Uh-huh. What is my line? It's murder, Trigger. Murder. How's he getting along, Fred? Trigger. Okay. Your treatment? Well, what's wrong with it? Risky. Nah, he'll be all right. He'd better. We'll need him, but soon. I told him just now that he was a killer. Yeah? Any questions? No, he just wants to learn all about himself. Great. Uh, would you be liking your rooms clean now, Mr. Drake? Sure, any time, Mrs. Calder, but since when do you open doors without knocking? Well, if you're not up at this time of day, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Oh, it's not that, Mrs. Calder, but sometimes we have business conferences and can't be disturbed. Oh, business, is it? Well, I've got a couple of dollars put away I'd like to invest. Uh, Mrs. C., you're a great kidder. And why should I be kidding? I'd like to live in style like you and Mr. Booth and the other gentlemen. Finance is hard work, Mrs. Calder. You'd better stick to cleaning. And that's just what I'll be doing if you gents will let me. 
Well, I'll start in this inside room and... Uh, uh, Mrs. Calder, I, uh, I don't think you'd better go in there. Not for a couple of days. No? One of our associates is in there sleeping. Mr. Schmidt? No, a new associate. He, uh, he was hurt a little. In a hunting accident. He's got to have rest. Oh, you. I'm thinking you'd just like to be living in a dirty room. Well, I'll be back later then. I think you'd better. And remember, don't go in there. I'll not be forgetting, Mr. Drake. Chief, we ought to get out of town. Really hide out. They can't pin anything on us yet. Besides, I like to live nice. I like to live. What's eating you? You don't have a murder rap against you? So what? Trigger's the only guy in this mob who ever had the chair to worry about. Now... Al, calm down. You saying something about me, Chief? Uh, Trigger, you ought to be taking it easy in your own room. I tried, but every time I lay down, my head started. Something hurting you, Trigger? Not exactly hurting. What then? This business. What you told me before about my... My killing people. I don't like it. What's the matter, Trigger? You going soft? Maybe I am. You know what happens to pals of mine that goes soft. No. No, I don't. Nothing much. Nothing much that you'd care to hear about, and we don't even notify their families. I don't know if that make much difference to me. I can't even remember my family. You can't remember lots of things, but they happen, so what? So I want to quit. Trigger, I want to quit, do you hear? I don't know what I did before or how I felt before, but I know I couldn't go around knocking off guys just because you put the finger on them. Not now. Maybe the sock on the head softened me or made me yellow or reformed me or whatever else you want to call it, but... I just couldn't kill a guy, and I know it. Not now. There's something inside tells me. What are you going to do about it, Trigger? There's nothing to prevent me from walking out of here. Why, you... Take it easy, Al. Well, look, Trigger. How many guys have you knocked off? I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember anything except what you told me. Now, listen to me. And listen carefully. I know of six. Me? Six murders? Yeah. And I don't know how many before you started working for Al. I heard you'd done plenty. Sure. Sure, you can walk out of here if you want to, but it won't do you no good. I don't get it. Six murders. Practically every cop in the country's got orders to drag you in, dead or alive. And with your rap as a cop killer, they're going to shoot first. Now, you want to walk, or do you want to play ball? Well, I'll stay. I have to stay. Stop jumping from one chair to another. I can't help it, Trigger. Makes me nervous to stay in one place. Well, then get out of here. I can't. How would you sick like that? You're not doing me any good. Why don't you get out? I'd... Oh. Hi, Chief. Well, Trigger, I see you've quieted down. Not so independent like you were a couple of hours ago. Well, I'm okay now, I suppose. Petey, you can take a few minutes off. I'll stay with, uh, with Trigger. Thanks, Chief. Now, are you going to work for me, or do you want to be plugged by a cop? I said I was staying. Make sure you mean it. I've got a little job for you. Oh? Who is it? There's a little squirt of a reporter on the Daily Herald in this town, and he's out to cause trouble. What's he done? Shut his mouth off about me. Every day for the last week in his paper, he knows too much. What's his name? Jim Briggs. Where can I... Where can I contact him? I don't know where he lives or what he looks like. Hogan, my outside man, is trying to get some dope on him before you go to work. All right. Okay. See you later. Pete. Yes, Chief. Fred, Schmidt, and me are going out on some business. You stay and keep Trigger company. Sure, Chief. So long. So long. Pete, how long have I been working for Al? Three years, about. Why? It's funny me not remembering. Who'd I work for before? I don't know. 
You never told me. Do I have any friends, you know, outside the mine? I don't know. You didn't talk much. How about family? I guess you got some. Where do they live? I don't know. Did you ever see me with a girl or, or anything? Why are you asking all these questions? Come on, Petey Joe. I don't know nothing, I tell you. I don't understand, Petey. Can't you tell me anything about myself? Will you quit pestering me? Petey, did I ever serve time? Yeah, yeah, what, I think you did. What prison? Stop it, stop it, will you? Don't ask me no more questions. I only asked you what... I can't stand it, I can't stand it. I just shut up. Questions, questions, questions. I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. Petey. What's the matter with that guy? Yeah, come in. Excuse me, sir. You mind if I do a bit of dusting? No, not at all. Come on in. Uh, Mr. Drake told me not to disturb you, but the dirty room kind of gets you down when you have to stay in it, don't it? Yeah, it does. Ooh! It's a nasty knock you've got on your head. It's nothing. I just bumped into a door. Oh? Well, if you'd like, I'll send Dr. Reisner up. He's the hotel doctor. Very good he is. Oh, it'll get better by itself. Well, just as you say, sir. Well, I'll be on my way now. Just a look in a promise, but I'll do a third job tomorrow. Thanks. Oh, just pick up that piece of paper near the door, will you? This one? Yeah. You want it? Yes, please. Petey dropped it. I'll give it to him. Thanks. Yes, sir. Yeah? Goodbye. So long. Petey. Tell Al everything's set for Trigger's burial. You supply a body. Kogan. So they're going to get rid of me. Well, we'll see about that. Trigger! Trigger! Yeah? Do you happen to see me drop a little piece of paper? Piece of paper? Yeah. When I went outside. No, Petey. No. No, I didn't. Our story is about a mine, a mine from which all memory has been erased. Its owner was brought to the headquarters of Al Drake's notorious gang in the Crescent Hotel. There, his history was taught him by Fred Booth, brains of the gang. There he was told that he was Trigger Martin, Trigger Martin who had killed many men. Even though he felt he could not go on with his murderous career, he knew he was bound to it by his past. But then he intercepted a message that indicated he was to be killed. Everything set for Trigger's burial. You supply body. Why do they want to kill me? The cops, I can understand, but me, their own pal. I've got to get out of here. I've got to escape. I've got to... Trigger. What do you want? Snap out of it. I wasn't doing anything, Schmidt. You're sitting there thinking I don't like it. Well, what do you want me to do? Talk. Talk? I don't feel like talking. Petey says you drove them nuts with your talking. Now you're quiet like a boneyard. Come on, talk. All right, I'll talk. Do I have any family, Schmidt? I didn't say for you to ask questions. That's all I've got on my mind. Well, keep me yourself, then. You don't like staying here with me, do you? Well, Tommy, though. Said you shouldn't be left alone. I'll be all right. I won't try to get away. I didn't ask you that. Oh, go ahead, Smith. I'll be okay. I'll play some of the records. I don't want to get into no trouble with that. You won't. Go on. Go on. Take a little time off. Thanks. Thanks, Trigger. I'll see you. 
Uh, pick a good loud record. Stardust, St. Louis Blue, Darktown, Strutter's Ball. Look at this. Personal Recording Studios, Boardwalk, Atlantic City. Regards to Al and all the gang from Gloria and Trigger. This I gotta hear. Gloria. We're having a great time here, and we just thought we'd send you like regards from the boardwalk. Come on, Trigger, say something. It won't hurt you, you know. Say hello. Say anything. Well, I just want to send our regards, Al. I mean, me and Gloria. How long do I have to talk, Gloria? Well, I just want to send our regards, Al. I mean, me and Gloria. How long do I have to talk, Gloria? Say hello. Say anything. Well, I just want to send our regards, Al. I mean, me and Gloria. How long do I have to talk, Gloria? I'm not Trigger, then. I'm not. But who am I? Do they know who I am? Why are they trying to tell me I'm Trigger Martin? He's asleep now, Chief. Petey's standing outside the door. Fred? Yeah? I don't like it. Why not? It's too smart. It won't work. Oh, what's worrying you? Someone's going to miss him. That means trouble. Maybe he don't know anybody in town. That chance. Get him out of here tomorrow. Kill him. Not me. I don't like murder. Look, Chief, the guy is sold completely on the idea that he's Trigger. Gives me the willies in a Trigger waiting to be buried, and this guy taking his hand. Oh, stop acting like Petey. Look, the guy gets in our way when we're doing a job. Schmidt knocks him out with his clumsy mitts. We can't leave him around. None of us wants to bump him off unless we have to. Then I come to the rescue. We should have left him there. If I'd known he lost his memory then, I would have. But this way, he's going to bump off Briggs, and we'll be in the clear. It's a perfect setup. You hope. Sure it is. I'll figure it out for yourself. I don't know, Fred. I only wish I knew who he was. Trigger. Mm-hmm. How you feeling? Oh, much better today, Fred. Your head all right? Oh, Sure. Al told me he had a job for me. Yeah. I think I could do it today. You better do it today. That's what I came to talk to you about. Al said the guy's name is Jim Briggs. That's right. And if you know what's good for you, Trigger, you're going to get him. But fast. Look what he says in today's paper. The most flagrant flatter of the law in this gang of hoodlums is a vicious gunman who goes by the name of Trigger Martin. Of all the members of this organized crime syndicate, he should be the easiest to convict, for it is rumored that he is responsible for at least six cold-blooded murders. How about some action, Mr. Police Commissioner? What do you think about that, Trigger? Let me see that. What do you want to see it for? I read you the part about you. I want to see it. Okay, here, punish yourself. The most flagrant flouter of the law in this gang of hoodlums is a vicious gunman by the name of Trigger Martin. And how do you like that? That guy's going to see that you burn unless he gets shut up. Hey, what's eating you? Fred, did I ever see this article before? No, you couldn't have. Just come out today. For a second, I thought... You've got no time to think, Trigger. The only thing that'll do you any good now is to get a hold of that Briggs and... Yeah, yeah. You're right, Fred. Briggs. He's my man. <laughs>
Listen, Al, I've been waiting three hours. I can't stand it. i got to get into action. Take it easy, Trigger. Let me track the guy down. That's Petey's job. Yeah, as soon as he's got the dope, I'll give the ghost on But, Al, I'm a dead duck if I don't nail Briggs and soon. Yeah, you will be. But we can't afford to make any mistakes. That's what I've been telling him, Chief. But he got all worked up about those newspaper articles. Save it, Trigger, until... Well, that must be Petey. Open up, Schmidt. Okay, Fred. Well, Petey. Any luck? I just get a lie on this guy, Briggs. Go ahead. Uh, don't rush me, Chief. Makes me nervous. Come on. The Herald got him in from Chicago to do this job on us. He's new to town. That's why we don't know him. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Where does he live? He's got his office set up and his room's in the same place. Sends his stuff to the Herald over the phone. Petey, where does he live? Gee, Chief, didn't I tell you? 41 McDougal Alley in the basement. One of them garden apartments. Did you get that, Trigger? Sure. 41 McDougal Alley in the basement. Okay, that's right. Here's your gun. Get going. Yeah. McDougal Alley. 47. 45. 43. Ah, uh, 41. Forget they've been lying all along. Careful. Careful. It's a door. Door to his apartment. Maybe he'll help me if he doesn't shoot me first. I'll try the door. It's not locked. It's dark. Light a match. Okay, Crider. Let me go. No, you don't. Bloody Crider. Let go of me. Watch him. He's got a gun. I see. Good work. Right on the head. He's out. Well, that'll take care of him for a while. It was a close call. Closest I've had since I joined the force. Yeah. That gun ain't no toy. He's coming around. Better snap the cuffs on him. All right. Wonder what his angle is on the case. Uh, question him. Uh, hey, come on. Uh, come on, snap out of it. Wake up, uh, you. My head. Come on, come on, come on out of it. What? Hey, who are you? What are you doing here? That's just what we were going to ask you. Well, this is my apartment. My name is Briggs, Jim Briggs. Jim Briggs disappeared three days ago. We're working on the case. If you're Jim Briggs, maybe you can tell us where you've been. Half the police force has been looking for Briggs. I, I don't know. I, I can't remember. All I know is that I'm Jim Briggs and this is my apartment. Yeah? Do you usually come into your apartment with a gun in your hand? I, I don't know. All I remember is... I, I remember watching a gun battle. You sure you weren't in it? And then... Yeah, I remember now. A little. I, I was in a hotel somewhere in town with some men named Drake and Booth and Schmidt and, and Petey. Hey, Kreider, that's Al Drake's mom. Yeah, and this guy is one of them. He must be that Trigger Martin character. 
You know, we never got pictures of any of them. No, I'm Jim Briggs, I tell you. Look, give me a chance. I think I can lead you to their hideout. Please. I think I remember where it is. Okay, Fred, this was your idea. He'll come back, Al. I got that guy completely bamboozled. Now, listen, Chief. I don't want to stay here and be trapped. They'll get us. They'll get us for sure. Pity, shut up. What I tell you, he's back. Okay, open up, Schmidt. Well, Chicken, did you do it? You told me to kill him, didn't you? Stop the dramatics. Of course I told you. Well, I did it. I found the guy in his apartment. I was working at a desk. He looked up and... I gave it to him. Let's have your gun, Trigger. My gun? What for? Come on, hand it over. I, I threw it away. I don't believe you. Smith, grab him. Okay. No, you don't, Smith. Put up your hands. All of you. Now, Trigger. No point in getting jumpy. How long do you think you'll get away with Cut it? Cut it. You know I'm not Trigger, and I know. Whoever you are and whatever your game is, no one person doesn't stand a chance against four. You won't get out of here alive. I think I will. Petey, open that door. Yeah, quick. yeah, right away. Come on in, Carter. All right, you guys. One leaves hoodlums into the wagon. Did you get what you wanted, Carter? Perfect. Direct evidence tying Drake to an attempted murder. We've been trying to get that for years. Great work, Mr. Briggs. Briggs, booze, you idiot. We had the guy all the time. Sure you had me. I didn't know it, and you didn't know it. Hey, that'll make a swell feature story. The case of the unidentified body written by the corpse itself. <laughs> Shadows and stillness. Mystery weaves a spell of strangest fascination, charging the mind with doubts and fears. For mystery is a strange companion, a living memory in the haunting hour. our strange tale for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can find more from The Haunting Hour at relicradio.com alongside thousands of other old-time radio episodes, more from Strange Tales, all the other podcasts, our shoutcast stream, everything else Relic Radio. If you'd like to help out, visit donate.relicradio.com or click on one of the links on the website. Your support has made all of this possible for the past 15 years. Thanks to those who have helped out. Thanks for joining me today. Be back next Sunday with another episode of Relic Radio's Strange Tales.